This week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming is brought to you by the Cross Atlantic Gaming Discord. Are you tired of chatting with normies, normies that don't understand your gaming language or culture? Well, hop on into the Cross Atlantic Gaming Discord and get your fill of gaming talk. No longer will you have to talk to Judy about the weather at the water cooler. You can be in Discord with all of us talking about games. A link for the Discord is in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 50 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week is my co-host, Chocolate. How you doing, folks? Alright, so episode 50 is here. If you've been following us in any way, shape, or form, um, you may have noticed that we are not currently live on Mixer. We are probably in your ears, in your car, somewhere that is not Mixer. Um... Why is that risky? What's happened? Man, has a lot of stuff gone down in the last couple of weeks. We've this literally this was the most inopportune time for everything to just fall the way it has these last few weeks. Um, but I mean, just to get straight to it, um, Doc isn't on the show tonight, and Doc is not going to be on the show. Um, I mean, not in a. Um, reoccurring i guess every episode way i don't really know how to say this right <laughs> yeah I, I couldn't think of uh, a better way um, yeah i mean it's it's tough to talk about he's been here since the uh episode one the inception of this whole thing obviously he's been guiding the ship with the news in every single episode and that's been wonderful um but doc is stepping down into a uh, a guest host role when he can so he will still be on the show occasionally i think um, but he's just got a whole bunch of life stuff going on. Um, he got a promotion at work and that has, I would say come close to like doubling the amount of time he's not around. Uh, his wife is due in a couple months, so that wasn't going to help at all. Um, and I just think at a point it, it comes to a point where you kind of have to weigh, uh, how much time can you put here? How much time can you? How thinly can you stretch yourself without going insane? And I think Doc might have been getting there. So I think um, Doc has taken on for the team there, hasn't he? He doesn't want to to lower the the quality that we're giving. Yeah, and, and it, it's it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's definitely tough. Uh, we'll miss him for sure. Being here every day, going over the news, talking about just old terrible vietnam games um sea of thieves battlefield all of doc's favorite things i hope you guys won't miss it too much and i'm sure once he's on every however many episodes uh i'm sure he'll be here to talk about sea of thieves and battlefield 5 still you think Uh, so i hope so and some terrible terrible steam games yeah just the things that no one has ever heard of that's that's what doc had for us (laughs) well wants to hear of (laughs) <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, we wish Doc the best. If you're listening to this, buddy, we love you a whole bunch. And we'll, uh, if you still want to catch up with Doc, he's Doc H1X1 everywhere. He's still going to be playing video games. He's not done with being in the community or anything like that. Um, if you're in Discord, he's still there. And yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Sad times. But pivoting off the sad times. Oh. 
Is there a special announcement? We do have a special announcement. This is Ben. Kept under wraps. I think we're the only people that know this. <laughs> we do have a new official third guest host. Not guest host. Permanent host. Yeah. We have a new co-host, Chocolate. We have just signed the papers. The ink is dried. The T's are crossed. The I is dotted. <laughs> And that man is none other than our good friend, Moosenstein. What's up, guys? <clears throat> Glad to be here. I'm excited to be here on a regular occasion now, and uh, just can't wait to talk about games. <laughs> We're stoked to have you, man. Um, you've been a staple in any gaming community that I've ever been in. Um, even going back to my risky radio days way back when, I feel like you hopped into that. I don't even know what episode, but you've been listening to me podcast and being on podcasts and being a part of communities that I've been in for forever now. And you sound like Vin Diesel. It doesn't get like, it's a good fit. Yeah. What, you know, what else do you need? Uh, deep, sultry voice and um, shit at games. So you can <laughs> beat me at pretty much whatever game you want. Just uh, that's why you're class. here. Yeah. It's just, just uh beat you down in video games from now on. See, there you go, Chocolate. Now you got a, uh, a new whipping boy. Still send all your hate mail to Chocolate, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Always send it to me. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that is our surprise announcement. And um, we also did want to say we, we were going to do all these giveaways and stuff live through the Mixer Show for episode 50. Um, we're still going to do some giveaways. And I'm going to start with one right now. And this one is just going to go out to... Whichever one of you dedicated listeners is the very first person to listen to this and cash in this code. This is for 14 days of Game Pass. And that code is R62MXTVPG7WVMY4KHYJF6CJFZ. Hopefully that works. If it doesn't, DM me and I'll get you a new code. But I did just scratch it off. Hopefully I just uh, set it in the right order. Just send us a a shout out on Discord and let us know that you got it so we know who it went to. Yeah, and if you're not in Discord, what are you doing? You should be. Or maybe if you're on Twitter, DM us. Do something. Um, (laughs) The second part of the whole giveaway thing is that we are going to be kind of moving these festivities that were for an episode 50 uh, to the end of the month. What the end of the month marks is one year of us podcasting. Uh, Moose actually looked it up for us. It is May 30th. You said, right? That's correct. Um, so the episode that is going to land on the 28th, um, that's going to be our year episode Um, and we'll be doing more giveaways there we just need to figure out how to sort it out because it probably won't be a live show but we do want a way to give out some of these things that we've been talking about giving back to the community Um, obviously it's a big deal for us Um, and as a staple for a cross-atlantic gaming episode chocolate is currently gone tending to the baby (laughs) so we're not gonna miss any beats here there we go all right well, with that all being said, welcome to episode 50. Uh, another week in gaming. What have we all been playing? I guess, Moose, I have to start with you because chocolate's gone. Um, 
I don't even know how to pronounce this game because it's only two letters, but Ys8? Y-S. You know it. Ys? All right. Tell us about this one. Well, you know, I... uh... I've been trying to be good and not buy games lately, and <clears throat> I guess they had a, uh, it's called uh, the Gold, what was it, the Gold Week Sale? Golden. Gold Week Sale, yeah. And Nintendo had a bunch of basically JRPGs and Japanese games on sale, and that one happened to be on sale for 20 bucks off, so I picked it up, and um, it's giving me a lot of feelings of Monster Hunter World. So uh, we start out on a ship i.e. the Titanic, something like that, and we go through a um, uh, place mythical, similar to the Bermuda Triangle, and the, the boat gets wrecked, and we all end up on this island that is supposedly uninhabitable, and everybody that goes, goes there is never heard from again. And that's kind of the starting point of the game, and then it's up to you to go out and find other people that may have washed ashore, as well as resources and materials to start building a uh, community center and camp for you guys to live at. So and, do these, <clears throat> the people you're finding, do they become like party members, a la something like Final Fantasy, I guess? Some do and some don't. So okay, cool. uh, certain ones fight and then certain ones are just NPCs that like there's a seamstress that I found and now I can go get new clothes made in the camp. So, but then there's other people that you find, and there's this giant guy with green hair, and he swings around the boat anchor as his weapon. So, he uh, sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> they're all pretty cool. It's it's very Japana, you know, Japanime, and but I'm having fun with it. Uh, you kill a bunch of big dinosaur-looking beasts and all sorts of things, and you collect their basically their body parts to make new weapons and materials. And sounds a lot like Monster Hunter. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what's the combat like because now i'm just picturing monster hunter combat is it that um, close to that it, it's more button mashy it's okay. it's basically you have an attack button a jump button and then um, an activator which will give you four new attacks if you, as when you unlock them so basically um i.e assassin's creed when you push the left bumper it gives you the um the kick and like a bull charge and you know you earn those things and unlock them as you go and then those are your like quote unquote special attacks and if you kill people with your special attacks then you get a a skill kill which you know gives you more xp and all that stuff so it's it's very rpg but it's it's uh action rpg it's it's exactly what i was yeah it's exactly what i was looking for when i got xenoblade xenoblade chronicles 2 yeah this one probably doesn't have was it an auto attacking in Xenoblade, dude, I played that game for two hours and never got to a fight, so I couldn't. Oh yeah, it. that's true, because that game was a uh, real heavy on the cutscenes, if and I it, remember right. And none of it was important, at least to me. It didn't feel, yeah. No. If the story doesn't grab you in the first two hours, when two hours of it has been cutscenes, then you're doing well, something wrong. At some point, they tell you to go visit your uncle or your grandpa or something, and you run around, and all of a sudden, there's this like giant bearded looking sea creature that's flying in the air and that's supposedly your uncle or your grandpa so oh (laughs) i do remember that that's pretty funny that's about where they lost me uh yeah sounds like it um yes i'm enjoying um like i said it feels a lot like monster hunter um not as the combat's completely different you know it's not the the combinations is how you do your attacks and stuff like that but it definitely feels as far as the the enemies and you know the the base actions of the game kind of feels a lot like Monster Hunter. Yeah, that's it. Sounds cool. Are you gonna go back and uh, play East one through seven? No, I, you know me. I don't. I don't need continuity. I can jump in wherever I want and jump out. You know, just as fast on the other side. 
That's true, and if I know anything about these type of games, it's probably going to take 100 hours per game, and who's got that kind of time? Right, and you told me I only had to put 40 hours into it to get my money's worth, so that's kind of where I'm shooting at this point. A dollar an hour, that's how you get your money's worth. At least for JRPGs. Well, yeah, that's true. I didn't get 15 hours worth of What Remains of Edith Finch, but that was well worth the price tag. Um, All right, so... I guess we'll go to me then, and I haven't been playing a ton, but one thing, and it's funny that this is what I've been playing a bunch of, because this is Doc's game, and that game is Sea of Thieves. Um, The anniversary update, we touched on it briefly last week when we were talking about what was coming out, and that was something that did come out, and it has added a whole bunch to that game, Um, and even if... I haven't experienced all of it for whatever reason. It feels like people are, they have like a renewed energy or something for this game because I've I've seen, yeah, exactly. Um, So I've been seeing a lot of people on, but the cool thing that happened is that the Meg decided she was going to play this game. So we got her on Xbox live. We got her some game pass for a few months or whatever. So I've been playing that a ton with her. And I mean, really, if there's, any game that's not Stardew Valley that she wants to play, sign me up. I'll play whatever gets her into it. Um, so I dip my toes into the Shroud Breaker thing. That's like the new uh, story. Is that the campaign? Because I've heard tall tales. Yeah. I've heard, is that the Shroud part? Or so, I, I'm super interested in this. I just haven't seen other people on to jump on a ship yet. So, And I am super rando hesitant on Sea of Thieves. Uh, yeah, for Sea of Thieves, <laughs> everyone should be. I don't feel like playing the whole game in the brig. So, Yeah, exactly. Uh, we didn't invite this guy. Well, thank God they came up with the whole closed ship thing so you can't land with right. people who don't want you there. So a lot less brigging, hopefully. Um, and I don't know, I know the like line of them cause they're supposed to do a bunch of them are called tall tales. I think this might be called the shores of gold or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shroud breaker is just the thing that you're looking for at the very end of this. So you get this big old book that's super cryptic and has pictures and like little poem things, kind of stuff that you're used to at this point in the game because like the, the gold hoarders, like riddles to find treasure and stuff have always been kind of like cryptic and weird and sometimes difficult. Mm-hmm. This was a whole new level like i opened i opened the first page and i was like okay this doesn't make a ton of sense flip to the next page i flipped through like six pages maybe and then it was like i literally i don't even know where to start like it it gave me the general region was was like the northeast region of the whole entire map but then after that i was like uh nope we're not doing this we're either gonna watch a guide and then just follow along (laughs) or have somebody guide me through it that actually knows what they're doing right so Ooh. basically, they assume that you know the map backward and forward and know what every island is at this point, and so you should yeah. and be intuitive people... to what these clues are. Exactly. And there's people like that, because I also, in this time, have been playing with one of my coworkers who I'd, I've never gamed with him except for Sea of Thieves. That's literally mm-hmm. it. So he... That's what you call a ringer, Risky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I hop on his boat. He does everything. He's kind of like... A, a version of Doc. Like, they're the mm-hmm. same people when it comes to this game. It's like where they're going to sail the ship. They're going to tell you exactly what to do with which sails. Uh, if we're coming up to an island, he, like, knows the names of all the islands. If we're going to an outpost, he knows which side the dock's on. It's, mm-hmm. it's all super helpful. 
um, and I should be doing the Shroud Breaker cross with him. But uh, what do you actually do in that team then? Uh, whatever he tells he me to. He drinks like, and plays music and stands on the front of the ship and looks off the front. From you know my experiences playing with him, but I'm a little more helpful. That's I will. My thing. So. I will angle sails. Waterloo is the one that I've been playing with. That uh, he's the grog guy, and that's all he does. <laughs> so then, like any any task you ask him to do, he's like, oh yeah, well, hold on, I'm drunk, so gotta take a minute to do whatever. And he's just vomiting on people's faces and making vomit come all over your screens you can't see anything it's great it's a lot of fun um that's really part of what makes the game fun though right throwing puke it's in the social face. yeah it's yeah. It, oh yes and yes <laughs> that is that is great and that's part of the social aspect of the game um so what i was gonna say is i haven't done a ton of the shroud breaker like campaign thing but all the other little things that have been put in, like damage to your masts or like the fishing. I've spent so much time fishing because <laughs> when you're going, which you had asked me if you could troll off the side of the boat when you're going, right. you, you totally can. So that's, that's awesome. cool because it gives you, when you have those like long treks out, you can be um, essentially getting these yeah. fish that are called trophy fish. And if you cook them and sell them at seaports, we, I think Jesse caught one and it was worth like, Forty seven hundred dollars. Holy one cow! Of, that's one of the highest like cost that's like things a, I've ever seen. Yeah, that's seen. like a Skullfort chest. Is about what that cost. Yeah, so it's. I, I mean, he, I he spent a good ten minutes. It felt like trying to tire the fish out and actually reel it in, but it, it's not like we had anything else we were doing. We were just cruising to get to the next place. So, and so they have two new factions as well. Is that correct? Yeah. So the people at the seaports are one of them, and when you turn in like. Uh, food that you've cooked or like fish that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh you get xp there and that's the only way they don't have like quests or anything okay um and then the last faction is the pvp like arena area gotcha. faction yep. which i haven't leveled that up i'm not interested in that if i'm gonna have combat I'd, it's gonna be a random combat against someone i probably don't want to fight anyways because they're gonna destroy me so you uh, haven't tried it at all the arena mode i, I didn't go into the arena at all no because I've been I've been watching it a lot on Mixer, basically trying to farm it because they're giving away um, Sea of Thieves loot, Obsidian pack, yeah. wasn't it? And basically, like this week, you have to watch 10, 10 arena matches in order to get uh, some sort of masthead, I believe, or figurehead on the front oh, of the they, ship. It's like they changed it again. Skull. Yeah, I think they change it weekly. Oh crap! I need to get on that. I got my yeah. thirty for the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so, just did mine. And I, so I've been watching that, and what it looks like is basically, you know, it's it's not a battle royale per se, but it's like everybody gets dropped on the same map with the same quests, and um, so basically it's a, it's a mad scramble for all the chests, and then it's basically a game of, you know, a shell game of who has the chests and who's waiting till the very last second to turn them in because you get so many points for killing people. It's like 100. It's very minimal. And then you get 1,000 points or something like that for turning in chests or completing quests, stuff like that. So everybody just kind of plays this waiting game at the end, and, you know, last person in with all the chests usually wins. That's like going to skull forts when you see people at them and you just sit and wait for them to do everything right. and kill them on their way out and take everything that <laughs> they just got. Exactly. But people, you know, people jumping off ships, they're using the, uh, they jump off ships and put uh, their chests on islands and then they'll use the grappling hook from the boat 
to uh, hook onto the the chest and pull it back aboard once they've fought off whoever's messing with them or I can, some, pretty, oh, some pretty cool tactics in arena. So I'm, I'm that's what I was curious to try it out. <clears throat> some top tier players doing some crazy stuff with with the grapple. The grapple is right. also pretty awesome. It makes like we we've done a couple skull forts in the last week. So what we do when we beat them is we just put all of our loot. Uh, right outside of the fort and then somebody's just up on the ship just grappling it all with the harpoon <laughs> like as we're bringing it all out super that fast amazing it's That's yeah awesome. we're, it's I, i've been having a lot of fun and i think it's i mean it's in part to the people i've been playing with but right um because i that like that game's not great by yourself i've hopped i hopped in because like once i got into it i was like all right i'm gonna keep doing this and then i hopped in by myself for like a half hour one night and then i was like no, I'm gonna do something else because it's tough. Because you know, I I tried to grind out a little bit by myself too, and I end up with five or six chests on my little sloot, and then a, <laughs> a four wrecked. person truck or yeah, a four person ship comes by, and I'm like, oh, I got these for you guys. <laughs> Don't take <welcome>. me. <laughs> no, I usually just uh, whatever that what is that where you can just uh, go into the menus and auto crash your ship and respawn somewhere else. Oh, where you scuttle it. Yeah, yeah scuttle. Yeah. That's what it's called. That's funny. Uh, yeah, so a lot of Sea of Thieves um, for me. I don't really think there was anything else new that, I don't know, super intriguing or worth talking about, uh, except for maybe that you can kill every animal everywhere. Not that I'm like into that or anything, but you uh, you get meat from everything. So like kill snakes, kill chickens, kill pigs, and uh, grill it up. And when you eat that, the amount of health you get for it is just nuts. Now, so just so kill everything now. Basically. Pretty, pretty much kill it. Yeah, it's a good rule of thumb they, for that game. It I think. into the murder game. Perfect. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Um, chocolate. You hop yes. in to some strange brigade this I week. Did. Indeed. Yeah. I, That's uh, a Game Pass game, right? In the game. Yep. In Game Pass. Um, I, I was mentioning last week, and it, it's been for a while now. I've been looking for that kind of single player campaign. Single player, and that's a great multiplayer game. T- yeah, unfortunately, every time I go to play it, I've got no one to play with. So I'm <laughs> well, single player. It's a single player this. game, Chocolate. It, it <laughs> is now a single player game. It is a solo game just for me. Um, and let me know if you want to play, because I think I have all my weapons leveled up. I, you know, I bought that game at release and enjoyed it quite a bit, but just haven't played is, it in months. Is that it's four a, person? Yeah, four person co op. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's um, a lot like Left 4 Dead, right? Because uh, there's traps and there's, there's all sorts traps, of things that there's you can puzzles. Activate. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I suppose that the essence is a little bit like Left 4 Dead, um, but I I do I I actually enjoy the whole the British humour. Um, the narrator right. in it is so funny, and it reminds me of like a Monty Python. Yeah, or vaudeville, something like that. Yeah, it, it it's so good. You know, the, mechanically the game is. Average, maybe at best, but I think the the narrator kind of makes the game. Um, I think yeah, I think it's more about the mechanics of you know the traps and the puzzles of the game as opposed to the the gun gunplay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, kind of reminds me of Uncharted a little bit too. Okay, I, see, I've got a, a massive kind of mummy vibe. You know, the very first right. mummy. Yep, and it, it gives me that kind of vibe when I play it. So I'm hoping I. Well, I'll just go through it, and that will be a my single player itch. But obviously, you and me will jump on at some point, and uh, 
hopefully get through the levels a little bit quicker than I've been plodding along because it it, it is a little bit tough because those zombies do kind of, or mummies I should say really do kind of swarm you and they swarm you hard I think Risky has it downloaded too because I was talking about doing it for a stream recently so we could all jump okay. in and get going on that yeah, oh, I haven't touched it. I thought it looked really cool from, I mean, the stuff I had seen. Just, I, I'm assuming it's one of those games that just isn't as good single player. But hey, Chocolate, right. prove me wrong. He's done it once before in the history of the show. So, <laughs> Then we're not talking about Gum and Clive, right? That's exactly what we're talking about. Oh, shit. Game All of the right. year. <laughs> Game of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's about it for, for Strange Brigade. Okay. Um, well, speaking of games that are in Game Pass, uh, Moose, are you doing some of the Game Pass quest stuff that you want to talk about? Yeah, I actually, I just completed one for last month. I think I finished the last uh, objective on like April 30th. And uh, it was basically you've got to unlock one achievement in three different games. And the theme was basically motorcycle racing. So I played uh, about 10 minutes of the following games. <laughs> Let's see. I had uh, MX versus ATV Reflex, which is a 360 game. Um, I think the achievement I unlocked there was perform a stunt or you know land a trick, basically. Uh, it's really weird when you fire up a 360 game on your Xbox One. They look terrible. I almost <laughs> feel bad putting it on there. And then the, uh, the second game was MotoGP 17. And I literally rode a wheelie for eight seconds and then uninstalled the game. (laughs) (laughs) And then the third game was MXGP3. And this is the first one I downloaded. And I was really giving it a shot. But the controls in that game are just so bad that you, you you try to make a turn and all of a sudden your guy just shoots off. Basically, they want you to use both thumbsticks to steer your motorcycle. Just the no worst way. control scheme yeah, ever. Yeah, it made no sense to me at all. So basically you had to use your left thumbstick to tilt as well as turn a little bit. But then you also used your right thumbstick to lean forward, backwards, left, and right. So you had to use a combination of the two and land and take off on every jump perfectly in order to finish top three. So I got one, I think I completed a lap in a race or something like that or completed an entire race to get my achievement there and call her quits on that one but we do need a good motocross game in Game Pass and none of these are them so let's go back to the drawing board on that one God, I think that's fair <laughs> oh, is, um, it, is it too hey. much to ask for you know Tony Hawk on a motorcycle um yeah, no, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, that, that that's sounds, all you got to do. Uh, sounds easy. I right. think a lot of those extreme sport games nowadays just aren't really a thing. Like the only one that comes to mind is that session game that's coming out. That's like a skate spiritual Simulator, successor, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. They'll only tag it with battle royale at the end, anyway. So I mean, a <laughs> hundred moto bikers <laughs> go onto it. Yep. Yeah, nope. Nope. And dumb. That sounds bad. Actually, there was a mode in that that I raced. It was basically, you know, you start with five racers and every lap you drop a guy. Oh, they had that in uh, Grand Theft Auto, too, I think. Yeah. Some of the custom games were like that. And that was a lot of fun. You just hear like a ticking time bomb. Right. Or the <laughs> so, car in last place is a bomb. And if you make contact with them, you blow up. Yeah. That's and then awesome. you become the bomb. 
Oh, sounds I, cool. I wonder what Red Dead Redemption Online looks like because I'm just thinking of what Grand Theft Auto Online became and the amount of customization, like the amount of fun that could just be had in that game, and none of it can be done in Red Dead Redemption. Right, because it's all spaceships and lasers and. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, oh well. Um, hey, Mr. Apex Legend, uh, how's that going for you? Oh yeah. Oh, did you finally did get you? a win? Is that why this is on here for the seventeenth week in a row? Of course, I uh, I hooked up with uh, some ox and uh, we got a win. I it was amazing, pure fantastic gunplay. Um, I may have only got one kill. Were you alive at the end? I was, and I our, chocolate. oh, hang on, was I? Yeah, I was. And the uh, the random guy that was our third got eleven. <laughs> Oh, oh, you so that, that's yes. what happened. So you guys got carried by like ninja or something, basically. <laughs> we got carried. We got picked up. Everything. This guy was always ten steps ahead of us. He was running forward. He. You run into the room and there's just bodies everywhere. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, and occasionally he'd uh, he'd let me pick up whatever loot he didn't want to use. What a nice guy. And, yeah, what a guy. Yeah, he was really good. But uh, yeah, we got the win. And yes, I got carried hard. Did you invite me to the Discord? I would say those are the type of people you need to hold on to, Chocolate. You better go find him. Well, funny enough, I was trailing through my list and going, oh, yeah, well, what was his name again? I need to add him <laughs> as a friend. But, uh, yeah, it was a good, it was really good play, and it was uh, it, it was very tightly contested. There was one point where we were, I can't remember, I think it was artillery. We, we had another team the other side of a door, and for some, we were on the outside, and we couldn't open the door. And you know, like when you go to a door, it'll come up, press X, and that prompt wasn't coming up. So we thought it glitched out, and it seemed there was something wrong. And then all of a sudden, the team managed to open the door, come round the back of us, and try and take us out. But luckily, we were uh, we were ahead of the game, and they got murdered. Luckily, you had Mister Eleven kills on your team. You mean Mister? Yeah, Mister Eleven kills. It was uh, yeah, it was. It was so good, so good. It was Sir Mox's last game as well. He was like, right, after this game, I'm going. Did he go? get you a win. Got the you win. You don't ever and... leave on a win. Come on, Mox. You play till you lose. Come on. That's right. We stayed up till like 3 o'clock in the morning one time because we couldn't lose. Yep, I was there. <laughs> it was glorious and painful. I think we got, what, first, first, and then a second or something like that? I thought it was three in a row. It might have been it just two. Been. <clears throat> rough, Killed. rough night getting all those wins. Ugh. Yeah, so I must be uh, catching up on you now. Risky. Oh, great. I'm going to have to start playing Apex again so I can maintain my throne. And <laughs> eh, one stream should take care of it. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Little did Moose, you know Mr. You... Eleven is actually Dan Pod's secondary account? Exactly. Oh, d- that wouldn't surprise me. That's how he gets <laughs> all the free Game me. Pass for a dollar every month. Yeah. <laughs> Just changes his gamer tag every month. Mr. Eleven kills. Mr. Twelve kills. Yep. <laughs> Mr. 13 wins. Uh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, and we'll end with something I think you touched on the last time you were on Moose, AC Odyssey. How uh, this, Are you done yet? No, dude. This is such a big game, and I am done <sighs> messing around. Uh, no more side quests. No more nothing but my Odyssey quests and looking for people to murder. So I have 18 of the 35 people in the... Uh, Colt killed, but then I still have six leaders and the head person. So 
I probably still got another 20 or 30 hours in this game, but I'm literally fast traveling to bad guys and murking them at this point. Just, you know, my skill trees are full. I am just one badass level 50 woman, and nobody really stands a chance. So the question here is, after you just saying that, is uh, is this getting to a point where you're starting to feel like the game's outstaying its welcome? Like if you're fast no. traveling everywhere just to kill things and keep Not going? Not at all, because I'm enjoying killing everything still. You know, the <laughs> fights are still somewhat difficult and uh you unlock new abilities and you know i was using a poison suit and then i moved to flame and you know there's there's all these uh legendary equipments or pieces of equipment and weapons that you can upgrade and then also put uh basically like stamps on them that give them buffs and so you could literally play this game forever trying to give you you know, give yourself the perfect build for an assassin, give yourself the perfect build for a warrior, give yourself the perfect build for fire. So there's, you know, the possibilities are endless as far as I'm concerned in this game. And the islands, you know, there are literally thousands of islands that you can explore and there's little treasures and there's, you know, stuff like that. And there's sunken ships and the, the ship gameplay on it is so awesome. So, yeah, I'm not getting bored with it. I just, it just is a long, big game and I might be ready for it to finish. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would assume you got to be getting there. Yeah. I think I'll, it'll be one that I go back to, you know, when I can't think of anything to play, though, once I beat it, just to, you know, knock off some side quests or unlock some new legendary equipment. Because they have, like, basically they're like dailies, and they have, like, these little green emblems on them, and you get special rewards for those. And then there's a special vendor that you can buy upgraded armor and weapons and stuff from him only with this green material that you get from the dailies so they try to keep it interesting and they're always dropping new dlc content that's supposed to be really good too um i'm kind of waiting for it to be on a sale i didn't pick it up for 30 bucks i didn't buy the game again just because i haven't beat it yet so um waiting for the dlc to go on sale or something else to grab my attention at this point Well, speaking of these long, drawn-out games that are taking us forever to beat, uh, I almost forgot about this one. Uh, but I booted up Red Dead Redemption again, which I still have not beat. Well, technically, you're according, done. According in my, to Boost, in my eyes, you're done. At this point, I have <laughs> have completed the game because I finally finished uh, Chapter Six, which wraps up Arthur Morgan's story. I just have the two epilogues now, which I'm a few hours into. Um, some interesting stuff is happening though, like characters from the main game. Um, uh, I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, uh, but you will see some familiar faces um, pop up in the epilogues, which is kind of cool because I thought it was just going to be all about X well, character you, for the rest. You see those some of those characters in the original Red Dead Redemption, right? So it couldn't <laughs> be that's also true. So I guess I should have assumed that that was going to happen. Um, and I don't even know if who you play as in the epilogue is like spoiler heavy. It should be pretty obvious, right? Since there's Red. Dead Redemption. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're playing the, the first prequel game. to a game that's already out with a main character. Not right. saying that's the guy, but it could be the guy. But it might be the guy. <laughs> um, uh, what a game, though. I think just playing these last... It maybe took me 10 hours to finish up from where I had left off to uh, the end of Chapter 6. which kind of, kind of makes me mad because I should have... like I had 10 hours somewhere that I could have spent just doing this but I did it at my own pace and I think that's the way I had to do it so I wouldn't just get burnt out and like be happy that it was over at the end like oh thank god this game's finally done Uh, that's the way I did it well (laughs) right and I didn't want that experience I guess 
Because um, basically, like, after you go on your quote-unquote vacation, the game gets a lot better. Oh, uh, yeah. Everything kind of ramps up and, you know, you actually, your heart beats and, you know, just heart gets beating in certain situations and... Yeah, and there's some good there's some good stuff at the end of that game, and apparently, which I wasn't privy to this, but there was multiple endings depending on how you had played, kind of like right. a renegade paragon yeah. system. And I had played as a good guy, so I got the good guy ending. Uh, for anyone that played that game and got the bad ending, I would have been so mad if my game yeah. ended the way right that there. that no ends. Like <clears throat> I would have broken something, so I feel I bad yeah. for everybody. <laughs> 60, 70 hours, or then that's it. You're done. Oh my god! And if you don't know what I'm talking about, and you got the good ending, uh, go you watch Google a YouTube it. trailer or just yeah. read two sentences about what happens, and you'll make sure you uh, are the nicest Arthur Morgan you can possibly be, because it's <laughs> that it's does worth not it. Sound good? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I I am gonna wrap wrap up the epilogues. I got I got to finish the whole thing, and like I said, I it, it is getting more interesting. The first maybe hour or so, you were just doing like. What Rude. essentially amounted to farm chores yeah, and a homesteader? <laughs> yes, that I was would... like, I'm good. I have Stardew, and I don't like that game. So you can play <laughs> your, your simulator farms, and <laughs> I'll play better stuff. Uh, so there's that. Uh, great game. Um, all right, hey, I think that's uh, I think that's everything we've been playing. So For the most part, yeah. Next up, making his return after. I don't know how long in retirement <laughs> chocolate's coming back with a chocolates call out challenge. This time he's mad. I am back for season two of chocolates call out challenge. My first victim of this season will be Scottman. That's right. Everybody thinks that Scottman's from Scotland, but he's not. He's from England. And for that reason, I'm going to destroy him and let the millions upon millions of people know that Scottman got destroyed by chocolate. <laughs> oh boy, my favorite thing is that you're calling him out because his name is Scottman and he's from England. <laughs> what, what happened? I, I don't know. This guy came back, chocolate. Don't worry about it. Oh man. He's a good dude, so. Okay. Um, I've got to see a doctor, man. I'm, I'm glad he's back. It's like the Hulk finding his Hulk self again. Um, when can we Hulk expect smash. the uh, YouTube cut of that next couple weeks at some point? Or do you have an official date in mind or anything? I do have an official date. Right, let's hear it. I'll be dropping it the day of the podcast. <sighs> Tuesday? Say what? May Tuesday? 7th? Indeed I am. It will be up at 6 o'clock. PM British people time. One PM normal people time, and eleven AM moose time. Oh yeah, don't start with the three <laughs> zone stuff. Uh, that's oh, one thing head. that did happen when we uh were, we switched hosts here is that we extended our time zones even further because moose is 
two hours west of me and seven hours now west of chocolate. That's right. You can catch me on the late nights. Time travel. <laughs> I'll say you guys are never going to game reach. at night together. You, you no, can't. usually if I play with chocolate, it's around two or three in the afternoon. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Um, Crazy stuff. But our reach is, uh, is far and wide across the Americas. You may say it's across the Atlantic. Oh, Jesus. And maybe a little more. <laughs> Didn't they say when you say your name in a show, you've jumped a ship? Uh, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I jumped a shark. I apologize. I knew what you meant. We were going to yep. keep going anyways. I was going to spare you <laughs> having to correct yourself. And with that, let's get into the news. All right, chocolate. Give me some headlines. I'm going to knock these ones out of the park. Right, mixer channel progression. I know what this is, but I'm going to let you talk about it. All right, so this is a new program that Mixer is dropping. Uh, they actually dropped it May 1st. So while you're listening to this, this is already a thing. You may have already seen it if you are a Mixer user. You, you would have, It would have been tough to miss. Um, but now as a viewer... Um, Mixer didn't want the only noticeable way for you to be like a contributor on a channel to be that, hey, I sub or hey, I donate, because not everyone can do that. So what they rolled out is a actual rank up system, which you earn XP by watching, chatting, following, and subbing, I think were the four ways you can do it. Um, and now if you're doing any of those four things, you're actually going to be gaining XP on your rank for that specific streamer. So um, streamers that see these people with the super high ranks will know that these are the people that tune in the most to listen to them. Uh, it, it gives content creators, I feel like, more ways to also uh, just give shout outs to the people that they should be. The people that are there day in, day out, listening, watching, all that stuff. Um, or lurking. Oh, yeah, this is really going to call out some of the weird lurkers that have watched something for like 400 <laughs> hours and just never said a single word. Like when your number one person is some name you've never even heard of. Like, yep, That's going to be real creepy. It's going to be real <laughs> weird. Um, for now, this is just on the desktop app, at least as far as I'm aware. They did say it was going to come out in the next few weeks. Um, and So I don't know if that's happened yet. Uh, but if it's not on iOS and Android right now, it will be uh, pretty soon here. And that's that's where I watch it the most. I don't know about everybody else. Um, yeah, when I'm busy on my throne. Um, from the announcement that they put out, they did say that in the future they expect to add additional benefits that you unlock at different ranks. And um, I think I saw somewhere that they were going to give that type of customization to the streamer themselves as well. Like, hey, if you hit rank, whatever, you might get like custom commands or something like that. There, there's a lot of cool things they could do. It's just another way that Mixer is trying to separate itself, I feel like. Um, and it's the happiest place in the world, right? Definitely. It, um, it, it feels like it's got a bigger, better community with these implementing these changes. It feels, it feels better. I, I think Twitch is... I don't know bigger, but definitely better, yes. But... Sorry for all the Twitch listeners. Yeah, oops. I suppose moving swiftly on to our uh, next headline. Our next Descenders coming to Xbox Game Pass May seventh. So today. So this, 
I guess could have just been at the end of the show as a PSA, but quick PSA, uh, the descenders, which is a procedurally generated downhill mountain biking game. First of its kind, uh, is leaving the Xbox preview program and coming into game pass on May 7th. Um, this went into preview program back on May 15th last year. Um, so that's going to be free as of the time you're listening to this. Uh, I watched some stuff on it. The game itself actually looks, it's a good looking game. So it's not like a crappy bottom tier weird game or anything like that. I think it's definitely worth checking out, uh, especially if you're looking for a fast paced downhill, scary mountain bike game. He can play in first person as well. So if you want to throw up, uh, that option is definitely there. Oh, cool. I'm curious to check it out because I downloaded it right when it became came into the preview program last year in May, and it was rough. It was real rough, and I never gave it you know a, a second look and just said this game's going to be trash. But then uh, you said it, it looked decent, the graphics looked good on it, so I yeah, yeah. pulled up a video real quick, and you know it, it does. It looks like they've made some great improvements. So I'm curious to check it out. I'll definitely download it and give it a few runs down the hill. <laughs> All right, Chocolate, what's next? Project X Cloud update. All right, this is from the man, Phil Spencer. He tweeted, Congrats to Project X Cloud team for completing their take-home release. Excited to get feedback from our internal teams ahead of public trials later this year. Um, so leading up to this tweet, I think it was only a small handful of people that had, I mean, including Phil Spencer, that had access to Project X Cloud, um, like, what we will all be getting later this year in a public trial, I guess. Um, but the take home release, I put that in quotes is just where they start giving a bunch of their internal Microsoft teams, um, access to DirectX. So that'll put her, yeah, DirectX, X cloud idiot. Um, so yeah, this will be more in the wild. They'll be able to get a lot more feedback from these teams. It's just, uh, it's a cool, another, just another cool milestone, in the uh, xCloud stuff, so I could really use this right now. The uh, the Avs and the Nuggets are both in the second round of the playoffs, and I have been playing not a, I have not been playing a whole <laughs> lot of games because you know they they're the West Coast team, so they start at eight o'clock and end at eleven, and I shouldn't start a game at eleven o'clock because I got to get up at five or six with my kids. So yep, um, I usually end up scrolling through my phone till one a.m. Anyways, but <laughs> so imagine if that phone could be playing your favorite exactly or i could just you know have my ipad sitting on my lap with a controller in my hand and then still watching a game on my tv that's that's you know i my ideal situation you can do that through tablets and computers right now not with my internet connection i cannot all right fair enough it 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 chugs it runs terribly project x cloud something you think you'll uh, be getting behind chocolate Uh, i think so Uh, i just want to see I just want to see something on the switch for it, and that will be me. Yeah, that will be me agree. done. I think that's the way I, I personally will play it. But then also, then I've got to start taking my controller around. That's the well, the no. So one thing when they talked about it is that they are going to implement on-screen uh, controls. controls, right? So you won't even need your controller. Oh, so, I saw this little apparatus you that you can attach to your phone. And it literally will push buttons on your screen, but as you push the buttons on the controller. So, like, 
it's mechanically designed to where you push the X button and a little finger comes down on the top of your screen and taps where the X button is on your oh, screen. Or it looks pretty cool, but I don't know how accurate it is. So I'll right. have to find a, a, a link to the company and put it on Discord. Cool. But that is my goal now. Apex Legend playing Mobile. on the Switch. <laughs> oh, can't wait to see this. You're going to have to use the Pro <laughs> yeah. Controller. 100%. Gonna have to, gonna have to find two people to carry me. <laughs> yeah, you should have got that guy's number. Yeah, we'll find him. All right, <laughs> what's next? All right, we got Bioware staff changes. Oh boy! After our news either last week or the week before about all the anthem delays and blah blah blah, this is just a. Uh, the icing on the cake for Anthem. Um, so there's some key, I would say key, people leaving the Anthem team and moving on to what is assumed to be a Dragon Age 4 project. Um, and those people would include lead producer Mike Gamble and executive producer Mark Dara. Dara. Dara or Dara? Definitely one or the other. Um, these are the dudes where if you've ever tuned into, at least Mike Gamble is, if you've ever tuned into the, any of the Anthem like live streams that with them going over content, he's always the guy like leading you through it and talking all about it. Uh, these dudes are leaving. So, so basically, they're putting Anthem on the trash pile at this point. I, I guess. I, That's I've, too bad. That game had potential. It just, they needed to fix a few things, and I think they didn't do it in time and lost their whole player base. They, after this news came out that these two are leaving, um, Bioware obviously had to back up Anthem with a statement saying, this doesn't mean that we're giving up on Anthem, but hey, you are pulling two of the highest people up in the food chain here on this game and moving them to something else. Very um, reminiscent of Battlefront 2. Yeah, I, exactly. So, <laughs> um, and, Which a game, you know, they're still supporting to this day. So, Right. You know. Um, at first when I read this it was kind of like alright the game's been out a while so you obviously like the staff that it takes to build a game leading up to the game it is definitely way bigger than the staff you need after doing like live updates and that kind of stuff so it was like well it kind of makes sense that they pull some people off these just seem like two dudes that I don't, I don't know they carry a lot of weight those names do so it's kind of weird that they're moving on to something else. Um, as far as the Dragon Age 4 stuff, like I said, Mark Dara put out a tweet that said, we aren't working on Dragon Age 3. We aren't working on Dragon Age 4. I guess five. that's that. <laughs> or 5, my bad. You know, I just ruined his whole joke yeah. of the tweet. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mark. Um, so, I think that's pretty clear that they're working on 4. So, Dragon Age fans, you got something to look forward to. Anthem fans. Not so much. Just pretend so, that your uh, your knight or your archer is in a mech suit. It's basically the same thing. Perfect. <laughs> Alright, what's next? We've got Sony State of Play. Alright, so the Sony State of Play are these little things. They kind of remind me of the Nintendo like uh, directs. They're just brief little snippets about what's going on. Um, this is taking place May 9th at 6 p.m. Eastern, and they said that they were going to go over Medieval, the new game, or not a new, I mean, it's a reboot, um, and a brand new game, which at first I was speculating that it was going to be a new Ghost Recon game because the next new story has to do with a new Ghost Recon game that is also having an event the same exact day. Um, 
the times are slightly off though by like a few hours so i don't know if maybe ghost recon is going to announce it first but then it's not really a world premiere or anything so that doesn't make a ton of sense uh we'll obviously be talking about whatever game that they're announcing next week but as of right now this is just kind of a psa for hey sony state of play may 9th 6 p.m eastern and hopefully we get something good yeah i'm curious to see what they have because as far as you know i know they pretty much you know wrapped everything up and closed the doors on this generation of console and they're working on everything for the next one so i'm yeah, curious to see what new game they're going to be releasing on their old console that was one thing that was specifically said in the articles that i had seen was we will not be talking about our next generation of playstation well all right um, well this i guarantee you this game is going to be on the next console yeah, this is probably just a It's going to be like, you know, trailer. Call of Duty Ghosts where you go in and pay 10 bucks to get the uh the, the next version. At least that's what I did. Cuz Ghosts came out like a month before the release of the PS4. So I got it on PS3 and then GameStop was doing a thing where you got you paid 10 bucks and they give you the the upgraded version. Yep. I think I bought Grand Theft Auto 5 I think for the same reason. Right because it wasn't transferring or anything but it uh, didn't look any better did it grand theft auto yeah it's, it's all cell shading so it's um, in my in my opinion i'm sure it did look better but yeah it, you're asking me to think back to 2013 moves and that is it's kind of like the borderland stuff it, it looks a lot better now that they did those um the 4k updates and stuff on them but it's still cartoons. oh yeah, yeah. that's so. true um all right so like i said this is kind of leading into the next story which is about a ghost recon reveal um and i'll just get right into it so this story starts last year in 2018 this website came up um for skeltech and if you don't know what skeltech is it's a fictional uh technology company within ghost recon and um or within ghost recon wildlands and rainbow six siege um so you'll see skel or skeltech come up all the time so there was this website that came up and it was a website that was promoting uh civilian drone it had the civilian drone like catalog so you could look through these drones and it was just this weird fake website uh and then recently this was updated to say that a skelcon event was slated for may 9th so people speculated that there was some type of reveal coming for the ghost recon series and then finally it was today or yesterday, Ghost Recon Find, they came out and said that this was in their tweet, calling all ghosts, tune into the Ghost Recon world premiere event May 9th at 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. Um, I have no idea what this is going to be. Is it time for Ghost Recon Wildlands 2, you think? Yeah, I don't know. You think that's that or they're just putting in a whole like uh, season two or season three of what they already have in everything that i've read makes it sound like this is a a new game a new game yeah so i was hoping it was more dlc because i still need to finish that game and that'll help people want to play it well hey if you (laughs) if you want some dlc the operation oracle stuff just came out may 2nd that's brand new it's got uh john bernthal in it the punisher oh nice so he's the lead guy of that. And what you're actually doing in that DLC is rescuing uh, a Skeltech engineer. 
So this stuff's all kind of just wrapping itself nicely in a bow. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking that it might be Wildlands 2, or the thing that I've been speculating forever is that we're going to get a Wildlands Battle Royale thing. I don't know if that time has come and gone, but I always or, said that that would be the perfect game for that. What if it's a, a new uh, installment of the Rainbow Six series? Just in general? It's yeah, yeah, like, Rainbow Six know. Patriots. The thing right. that got canned years ago. Because we need another Rainbow Six Vegas for sure. Oh, Vegas was amazing. They had love that game. They had Vegas and Vegas too, right? Uh, I just remember the first one. I think there was two, so this maybe could. Yeah, be there three. was two. Yeah, there was two. That'd be nuts. I think people would lose their minds if they announced Vegas three. Hmm. Well. Uh, I will obviously have more to say on that as well. Um, that and the the Sony State of Play thing, they're both May 9th. Or, yeah, May 9th. And once they said that they had a new thing, I was like, or a new game, it was kind of like, well, this kind of lines up perfectly, but then the times are off by like four hours, so maybe not so perfect. We'll see, though. Definitely excited for a Ghost Recon game either way. One of my favorite series. Never got into it. Bad me. Well, you got some work to do. There's a whole bunch of them yep. for you to play. Um, or you could just jump in at Wildlands. It's a great game. Wildlands is so... Did you play any Wildlands chocolate? A, t- a very small amount, and I t- could never hook up with three other guys to play. That sounded so wrong. That's a tough game and to solo, for sure. Yeah. So t- I, I need to get a, a group in. There's, there's just too many games. That's That's the right. problem. There's too many yeah, games and, and then, too many friends. And who's yeah, got time for that? Just give me my single player stuff. Just give me my single player there stuff. There you go. Um, <laughs> right. All right, last story of the night, Chocolate. Minecraft Mobile 8R. Okay, so this was teased by... Uh, I think it was... I think Microsoft is the one that teased it. I think I got this from Windows Central, maybe. I don't know. Either way... Uh, there's a minute-long teaser trailer that came up. The teaser trailer had this dude sitting on a bench. Um, he was looking through his phone, and you could see like a Minecraft world through the phone. So when he looked down at his phone, the ground, like the actual ground when you're looking through the phone, was like Minecraft dirt and Minecraft grass, and there was a Minecraft pig walking around. I... I don't know what to make of it. The only AR games that I'm familiar with are the like Pokemon Go or that Jurassic Park or Walking Dead games where you're kind of just walking around trying to catch things. This this kind of seems like it's something new and different. Um, and at the very end of this, it did say that a full announcement for whatever this Minecraft mobile AR thing is going to be uh, is coming out on May 17th. That's the date for the announcement trailer. So, depending on what this is, I think it could actually be uh, pretty awesome. Like, for if not for us, but younger kids that are super into Minecraft, if you can look through your phone and you're essentially turning your own world into a Minecraft world, like, that's it's cool stuff, I think. I was say, how does it, how is it going to work? That is going to be such a test. We're going to leave that up to the professionals, Chocolate. That's not our job. <laughs> um... All right, hey, that was news. I think we did that pretty quick. Half hour. Look at that. Knocking it out of the park. Okay. Um, Doing well. 
before we leave this section, though, let's get into new games for the week and some things that are going down with Game Pass. Moose, take it away. All right, let's start with the game. new games out this week. Uh, we've got Shakedown Hawaii coming out on uh, PlayStation, PC, and Switch on May 7th. It's a uh, top-down action shooter. Uh, see, uh, it's the, uh, the sequel or the next game from Retro City Rampage. So I never played these games, but apparently they're pretty popular. Retro City Rampage was pretty awesome. Yeah, so. it looks pretty fun, and it's got the uh, the old school graphics. Uh, I'd say like 32-bit, possibly something like that. Um, but it looks like it's a lot of fun, and it, it kind of looks like the original uh, Grand Theft Auto. Is that kind of yeah, that's along a, those lines? I mean, that's what Rampage um, reminded me of. <laughs> so. Okay, and that makes sense. Um, we've got For the King coming out on PlayStation. I... It's a turn-based roguelite RPG. It looks got, uh, pretty awesome if you're into roguelites, in my opinion. That's why I put it on here. Yeah, I figured that was right up your alley. <laughs> yep. And then we've got Life is Strange 2, another one that's uh, right up your alley. Have you have you yep. been playing this through the episodes? I will wait until they're all out. All of it? Yeah, yep. I'm the same way. Uh, that's that's just how I did the Marvel Universe last week. Oh my god, we should have touched on that. I think Moose has watched 17 Marvel movies in the past two weeks. It was, I think it was like nine movies in a week. It was a lot. All leading up but, to? Yeah, I'm caught up. I'm, I'm good. I know everything now. We're good. And when are you watching Endgame? I did. I, saw I watched it, it on Friday. Yep. Oh, good. So I can I tell you right me. now that uh, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> I can tell you exactly what's about to happen. Uh, yep. Just a, a quick. All I can say is, don't watch the new Spider-Man trailer that dropped on Monday. If Literally you have not seen today. Endgame, because it will ruin a lot of things for you. It's funny because yeah. at the beginning of that trailer, Tom Holland pops up and he's like, "Just so you know, there's, there's major Endgame spoilers, spoilers here. here, so <laughs> yeah. stop watching this video if you haven't seen Endgame yet." So yeah, stay away from that, folks. The trailer for Spider-Man does look awesome, though. Back to games out this week. Life is Strange 2, Episode 3 is out. Like Risky said, you can just wait. What is it, supposed to be five or six episodes? I think this one is five, yeah. Okay. And uh, the Episode 3 comes out May 9th on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Uh, we've got another Saints Row game coming out. It's just Saints, it's Saints Row the Third. just ported over to Switch. Oh, ported to the Switch. Gotcha. So, you know, blow stuff up. Whack um, people with giant rubber exactly things. it's basically crackdown on the switch so if you're into that you yep. got it so uh games coming to game pass this month we got wolfenstein 2 the new colossus hear great things about it i need to play it i oh, paid so for it news. though so <laughs> glad it's oh. on game pass now uh wargroove which is a uh, turn-based strategy type game from chucklefish did you ever end up picking this up risky I didn't. Dude, the amount nice. of games that they're coming to Game Pass this month right, that yeah. I've almost bought at some point is astounding. I love exactly. it. Such a good yeah. move for Game Pass. Tacoma, another one that's had rave reviews. Uh, Black Desert, I almost spent 10 bucks on that last month to get it, and now it's on Game Pass um, starting the 9th, so same with Tacoma. Surviving Mars will be out on the 9th as well. For the King, uh, which was being released on the PlayStation May 7th, will be on game pass may 10th so basically it's a, a day of release you know essentially a day of release to game pass game uh the surge on 516 and lego batman 3 on 516 if you haven't played the lego superhero games you should they're hilarious and a lot of fun they're oh they have good fun the legos what's the one with all of them they just came out the second one not 
It was like, Lego Marvel Universe, Lego Marvel yeah, Heroes. Yeah, something like that. that yeah. I played that first one, and some of, uh, it's just some of the funniest stuff in games, especially right. when you love those characters. And if you want more entertainment, play with a, ta- uh, a small child. Cause... I don't have many of those laying around, so that's, <laughs> that's kind of tough. I'm playing one of these games with a small child. Somebody should call someone. Well, I hear you can go to soft play and kids hang out there. So, if... Okay, well, I will say, getting away from that stuff that we might need to cut out of the podcast at uh, one hour and three minutes, um, <laughs> there is a lot of really good games coming to Game Pass. And Wargroove, Tacoma, Black Desert, Surviving Mars, For the King, and The Surge were all games that I would have bought at some point, I think, if they got low enough. Um it's just, I don't know. I'm so happy. It's so good. Right. It's, it's so good, dude. Everybody wins as long as you got an Xbox. As Doc, as Doc would say, it is the greatest value in gaming. That's right. <laughs> All right, but hey, Game Pass games can't stay there forever, so tell me what games are leaving Game Pass this month. All right, on Xbox One, you've got MotoGP 17 and also... Uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection. So if you're trying to grind away at the achievements on either one of those, um, you're going to have to hurry it up or you're going to have to pony up the cash here soon. So you've got about, <laughs> what, 10 days? No, not even. About a, a week. Uh, like a week, yep. Yeah, you got about a week to finish up whatever you got to do in those two games in Game Pass. But you could also pick it up, what are they, 10 or 20% off it, yeah. if you buy them. Yep. So uh, if you are going to pick it up, go ahead and pick them up before the 15th because they will be gone. Also got a couple of 360 games leaving as well, Moose. You're right, we do. He's got to go to the next page on the dock. Yeah, next page down. <laughs> We've got uh, Comic Jumper. We've got Miss Splosion Man. We've got Star Wars: The Force Unleashed and The Force Unleashed Two. Both of those games are a lot of fun. So if you're looking for something to do in the next week or so, I bet you could get through at least one of them. Yeah, and Chocolate. No. Weren't we just talking about Comic Jumper like last episode? Yes, um, it's in, oh God, Games with Gold this month, oh, isn't it? that's what it was. I think it's May 15th. I think that's the one that crosses over for the... So probably the day it leaves Game the Pass. The 30 days. Games with Gold. Yeah, um, and it, it's definitely worth a... Worth a free download. If you like comics, yeah, just play it. It is fun. It is fun. Um, I must go back and try to find my save and see how far I am in that game because... Good deal. Yeah. So a little bit of time left for those ones to get them done. Um, And the PlayStation Plus games we were going to talk or touch on this last week, but that didn't happen because the show came out before they announced them. So Moose, what are those games coming to PS Plus? Uh, Looks like uh, you're getting What Remains of Edith Edith Finch on the 8th, and you're also getting Overcooked on the 8th. They both go live on the 8th. And they're both... Very, very good games. Very different games, but very good games. Moose, you probably wouldn't like what remains of Edith Finch. Too a lot of story, story right? Is that the one with the high school kids or something? Uh, no. You might be thinking of Oxenfree? Yep, there it is. Yeah, this is a first-person <laughs> kind of adventure game. You're going through uh, the Finch house, and you kind of relive their fight each family members final moments in life and they all kind of like die in these weird tragic sometimes darkly comical ways it's it's phenomenal it it maybe takes up two hours of your time like there if you have two hours that you can set aside for edith finch at some point and you have ps plus just do it you'll thank me later even you moose i would even have you do it 
I got a long list of have you do it moose games, so I'll put it at the bottom. All right. <laughs> okay, cool. That's going to wrap it up for new games and um, some PSAs there. Um, so the episode 50 mailbag is also a thing. We're giving you a jam-packed episode here, folks, so buckle up. We're going to get into the mailbag. You've got mail. All right, so we have what amounts to a whole lot of questions here. Uh, if we run through your question quick, it's not because we didn't like your questions, because we're uh, trying to keep this under a certain amount of time for you, the viewer. You are welcome, listener. Um, this first one comes in from Mere Designation. He says, name a game you, re- you got into. Okay, we're going to start over on that one. This one comes in from Mere Designation. Name a game you got really into pre-launch, convinced people to get into, and it didn't deliver even with how bought in you were. Even how bought in you were. Reading's tough sometimes, Chocolate. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Even for so me. I, I struggle. But I would have gone with even how invested you were in the game, even though he didn't write Yeah, that. I, I anyway. could have edited it on the fly. I should have. Uh, he says hmm. the biggest example for him was Brink on the 360. Uh, I think the easiest one to go to right now is Anthem because I convinced a whole bunch of people that don't play games normally that Anthem was going to be our next Destiny 1. That's how I sold it. And how does Blade feel? (laughs) Sorry, Blade. (laughs) Blade, and then people that aren't even... Like I said, it was literally people that don't play like other video games and put like 500 to 600 hours into Destiny 1. I was like, guys... This, this is, is our next Destiny 1. And then everybody bought it, and then we played for a solid two weeks, and then everybody stopped. And What an embarrassing moment for me. <laughs> I should have refunded everyone $60 for that. That's Ooh. my bad. Uh, so shout out to Anthem for having me have an easy answer to that question. Uh, Moose, how about you? You got anything that comes to mind? I'm trying to think. Um, I put a lot of time into Sea of Thieves at launch. More than I really should have, I think. I, yeah, it, it was That's, a decent I think a lot game, of but did. it wasn't good, and I don't know why I just kept going back. Like it literally was the game I played the most last year on my little snow globe from Xbox at Christmas time. Damn! And it kind of made me sick to my stomach. <laughs> so, but you know, now I'm excited to get back into it because there's stuff to do. Yeah, I'm so but, happy for people that didn't pick up Sea of Thieves until the anniversary update. Like. This is exactly what the game should have been when it launched. Like, there's a full amount of content here, and it's only going to get better. So that's cool. Uh, Chocolate, how about you? I might have to say Call of Duty Black Ops. That's just because you can't jump out of a helicopter, dude. (laughs) That's nobody's fault but your own. I don't. uh, Yeah, I just. (laughs) I think I've only managed maybe a few hours of that game. It's um, it was not for me the biggest mistake of my life. Nah, wow. my biggest disappointment's got to be Battlefield Five. Yeah, who convinced me to get that? Oh, actually, can't even yell at him anymore, Doc. I know. Love but you. I was stoked. Yeah. I was stoked for all of it, and then it was Battlefield One Point Two. Yep. 
I think that's a fair assessment. Zero point five, but yeah. <laughs> I would also say that this question kind of is just like it, it explains mine and Moose's relationship about making each other buy games that we right. don't end up liking. Because immediately nine parchments comes to mind to me because I just like to make <laughs> people buy that game whether you play it with me or not. Uh, and even when it was like four ninety nine, you're still struggling to get people to buy it. I love it. It's just my troll at this point. That's true. If you could suggest one you game to the audience, what game would it be? <laughs> nine people. Gunman Clive, sure, bro. Gunman Clive and Nine Parchments, the two games of <laughs> their respective years. Yes. Go. Yes. Got to be. Yes. All right. Moving on to the next question. This one comes in from Viva Le Sweeney. If you could set a game in your town, what would it be? Mine would be Grand Theft Auto. Before letting Chocolate <laughs> say anything mean about Liverpool. Do you have chocolate? Do you have a game that wouldn't be Grand Theft Auto that you would put in your? But my town is a bit of a sleepy, well, village is a bit of a sleepy village, so it'd be some sort of rubbish farming simulator or some sort of get old people to the hospital quite quick simulator. As soon as you simulator. said something, I was like, my time at Porsche. That's, I think that's where chocolate lives. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's like, like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, oh. but British, right? And I kind of want it. <laughs> Do you? This place is far too sleepy for anyone to love. But yeah. All right, that's fair enough. And Moose, I mean, how about you? <laughs> well, I do live at the foot of a fourteen thousand foot peak that pretty readily has snow available for me. So I would probably say steep, because I would like to huck lots of flips off some of those rocks up there. All right, that. I was gonna make a marijuana joke, but we don't have to. Do oh, that. you want weed tycoon? I there wanted. I really wanted oh. weed tycoon set in your city. It made That's sense. That's right. Oh. Dispensary boss. Uh, and I'm trying to think of notable things that are in Syracuse, or would anything in Syracuse that would be good for a game? Uh, how about like checkers or chess? Because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah that's about it or maybe like college college basketball or lacrosse we, we have pretty good teams for that so yeah maybe just set the no these are terrible answers uh sorry sweeney love you moving on <laughs> this one comes in from super catrix what's your karaoke song and i'm gonna start with chocolate because i feel like if <laughs> anyone has a karaoke song it's probably you and <laughs> um, it's really sad probably one of the uh the great songs that Westlife would uh, would knock out. I'd like to think I'm a bit of a Frank Sinatra singer, but I'm not. And I'm, I'm not a singer. So, as you guys know, every time I join, I was say I feel like your uh, the recording your dad jokes at the end of last episode had some singing. So, I, I think they did. I'd like to think I'm musical, but I'm not. <laughs> Moose, how about you? Do you have a karaoke song? I am not a karaoke guy, but I have been known to sing friends in low places or, you got the voice for that or zombie really terribly by the cranberries oh love that's that song, song. in your head that's basically <laughs> when i have had a few dad sodas and somebody goes and volunteers me to do it Volunt- they say <laughs> yeah, they say moose you're the next person up here singing and i'm like wait a second i don't remember signing up for this and i get shoved toward the stage and you know peer pressure 
Yeah, I feel like that's that's really how unless unless you're confident in your actual talent singing, no one is Even comfortable if, doing that nah. sober. Yeah, that's the thing is basically when you end up doing karaoke, you've got three people that can sing and they just take turns singing songs over the drunk girl groups. But I feel karaoke is all about just being drunk and sounding absolutely dreadful. Well, that's the way some people do it. <laughs> um, as far as me, I don't, I don't do karaoke. I don't leave the yeah. house generally, so it's tough to do karaoke unless it's in my shower or a car. Um, I would crush rock band though. Get that mic hooked up. See, I would never want the. I would never want the mic in rock band. That's the you just last. Have to be thing able I to want. harmonize. It's easy. Because I could just hum it if I wanted. Yeah, that's true. What if, what if you went up on stage for karaoke and you just hummed instead of saying? Is that acceptable? Because maybe I'll start doing this weekly. I wouldn't. Okay, pass then. I guess. Um, maybe just try it once and see how it goes. Okay, I'll do it, and I will. Uh, I'll mixer create it for everyone to see. Oh be amazing and you'll sing Barbie Girl uh, I could definitely do that I guarantee you I know way more words to that song than I probably should so there's that um, Wonderwall by Oasis though I feel like that's always something that I will sing and feel confident in singing it and I will not do it for you here sorry no. next question comes in from Footlong if I offered you a million dollars to headbang to death metal for 24 hours straight would you take it why or why not it's a million dollars, yes. Does it cause some kind of like significant brain damage? I didn't really understand the question. I know it was a random question to start with, but it's a million bucks, 24 hours? Count me in. How about you, Chocolate? No, I, I can just imagine the headache after about six hours of... Yeah, that's, that's the difference between forth. 30 and 35, right, Chocolate? Because I'm sitting here saying, yeah. hell no, I don't want to do that. Because <laughs> I was in a car accident last summer. And I have two uh, ruptured discs in my neck, so headbanging for 24 hours might actually kill me. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm Well, out. my youth I'm and out. sturdy that... neck were uh, getting me through this 24 hours. But if you don't make it, you don't make the money, right? And you then just I have just a... have a headache and neck problems yeah. for the rest of my life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I'm rethinking this all. Uh, yeah, I would. You guys are just... Uh, old. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Wiser. Old. Just call it wiser. Wiser. More life experience. That's right. Yes. More XP. More XP. This one, next one comes in from 10,000 Fist. Who is your favorite Game of Thrones character and why? Moose, how about you? Tyrion. Um, oh, pretty self explanatory because he's hilarious. Like, I usually, I actually liked him better when he was drunk and in the whorehouse all the time. But. He still is my favorite character in the show. It's awesome because every like arc he has in his story, he's always such like he is just the best guy. Yeah, right. I agree. <clears throat> uh, Chocolate, do you have anyone in particular? Well, yeah, I was annoyed. Moose picked Tyrion. Tyrion is my favorite by far. It, uh, he's yeah, hilarious. It's just the easiest answer. I mean, um, I don't not to pick the hero all the time, but Jon Snow. I always thought Jon Snow was the man. Right. That's why I really wanted two weeks ago's episode to go differently uh, no spoilers here though yeah don't say anything actually I will do a little bit of a spoiler oh boy um, <laughs> Tyrion has a cameo in Ragnarok and he's a giant it's hilarious no no he's not 
Isn't that Infinity War? Infinity War, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I saw them all in the period of a week, so they all tend to run together a little bit. Yeah, but he, he works at the forge to make Thor a new weapon. How much did and that catch <laughs> you off guard when he came on screen and <laughs> yeah. he was 400 like, feet tall? The half-man's <laughs> a giant. No way. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, yeah, all right. My answer is definitely not the uh, Night King. He's the worst. Uh, next question comes in from Chestar. If you could know the absolute truth to one question, what would you ask? Moose, how about oh, you? Man. I'm going to get deep. And just, I want to know who our creator is. Oh. Okay. Hey, that's, that's fair. You've got two big ideas about what's uh how that all started so you'd like the right. real answer yeah i'd like to know you know if it's a guy or if it's a uh a bang event a yeah. big bang an event um yeah, yeah that's a good one uh, mine also kind of had to do with with space but i think the most obvious question here is is there other life out there and i think the answer is yes 100 sure. percent, because just space yeah how about you chocolate you guys are really really deep on yours Yours is going to be like what's for breakfast what is the next (laughs) mega ball lottery numbers that so he can add to his gold gold vault that he swims in every week (laughs) yeah just you know what's next week's lottery numbers chocolate won't be happy until he has all the money I, I want to be like Biff in Back to, is it Back to the Future 2, where he just controls everything. It's messed up, Chocolate. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of messed up. So could head. your question okay. be, is time travel possible? That's a good one. That would be good. Can I go back in time? Yeah, I think you can. You just got to figure out how. <laughs> um, here's one for you. Would either of you like to know the day that you were going to die? Just to go keep continue going down this deep dark hole of sure. deepness. Do you would you want to know that date if that was the one question you could ask? Would you want to know? Either of you? I don't. I don't think so. Because that would. I would. I am a person that's in my head a lot, and I would just obsess about it every single day. So, yeah, absolutely. I'd you know I'd be the person like etching chalk lines on my wall when I wake up. So the countdown calendar. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I'd just rather be completely aloof and not know what the hell is going on. Yeah, exactly. Vaporize me, please. Right. Chocolate, why why would you want to know? Um, This is a horrible selfish shot. I'd I'd go with a massive blowout the day before. Hell yeah. Spend all that money, (laughs) right? Gotta do something. There would be there would be ladies dancing oh there would be people serving me there would be alcohol this would be disgusting so would you be divorced two days before then? you gotta or be would- <laughs> no offense to all the wonderful wives out there she can't hate me when I'm dead <laughs> Jesus uh, love you wife uh, thank swiftly you swiftly moving on yeah. um, the- <laughs> I'm gonna skip that one um just because that person had already asked another question and that first question was better. This one comes in from Hatton. I think that's pronounced Hatton. Or Hatton. If you could move one playable character from one game into another completely different game, who would it be and why? Do either of you have a good answer for this 
that's where I'm going to start. Well, I just came up with one off the top of my head. All right, what do you got? I'd take, I'd take Kratos and put him in the Mario universe and just watch him destroy things and be angry. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. Take the most angry man and put him in the happiest place on earth. <laughs> exactly. Or no, even better, put him in uh, that Animal, animal Crossing. There you go. Kratos in Animal Crossing as a farmer. Oh, we just destroyed. Oh, God. That's pretty good. I like that. Chocolate, do you have anything? Oh, I, not that I can shoot that would be any good. No, nothing. Maybe stick Marcus Phoenix in the Halo universe and just see what kind of mess Yeah, you're happen. right. You didn't have anything good for that. <laughs> I told you. should have said pass. Like I'm going to. Pass. Um, next question comes in from Free Radical, so you know it's going to be something. What technological inferior game do you most enjoy playing? Sticks and rocks? Rocks and sticks? Ball? I think what he was looking for here, and he did kind of explain himself um, at the bottom, was just a game that maybe just isn't the best game, but you really enjoy playing it, I guess, kind of. He said Vampire was his game because it he must have enjoyed the story but it didn't play well at all uh so something like that chocolate do you have anything it's well it's kind of mindless fun i guess is uh, i haven't got i'm I'm trying to think of one that i can't just like a guilty pleasure game maybe (sighs) right now my guilty pleasure is gunman clive that's a perfect one that game is inferior (laughs) to everything yeah Gunman Clive has it all for me. Yeah, Gunman Clive. <laughs> oh, God. And I still haven't beaten Gunman Clive I love too. that the next 100 episodes of this show will just... It's going to be a fight over this stupid game. Every few of them will bring <laughs> up Gunman Clive or Nine Parchments. One or the other. So that's good. It's exciting stuff. Glad you guys... Suggest you guys go buy games. them and pick them up and play them so you know what we're talking about. You can buy them both cheap... Because they're both on sale yeah. all the time. Yep, Nine Parchments is literally on sale every week. I'm pretty sure we tried giving away a code for Gunman Clive, and nobody redeemed it. So. <laughs> no, it was redeemed. I checked. <gasps> Who took it? And no one told us? T- no one Whoever told us? Whoever you are I think it m- sitting at home playing I hope you're Game enjoying of the Year 2018, it. you should give us a shout-out on Twitter or hop into the Discord and tell us how much you're loving Gunman Clive, Game of the Year 2018. We need a third party to rule in on this because the game's trash. Uh, yeah, I should probably just play it just for the <laughs> sake of having a definitive stance as Cross Atlantic Gaming. I think that you makes could a lot probably of sense. beat the first one in less than an hour, risky. Okay, maybe I'll do it. Um, all right. Uh, for me, this is it's just a horrible answer because the amount of time I've spent playing this game is just real bad and uh, that would be the mobile game Marvel Strike Force which I've talked about before and I'll talk about it again I'm on a login streak of that game for like 370 or 80 days right now where I haven't missed a day logging into this game um, so there's that I would definitely call it technologically inferior it's a uh, pay to win mobile game that you just click buttons and stuff but i have made some good friends like blade playing that game so great game everybody should go play it i'm glad you brought that up because that brings me to mind is another mobile game called uh disney emoji blitz oh yeah these are things that show up in discord all the time aren't they (laughs) 
Yeah, I got hooked on that game for probably six months, and literally all you do is it's you know it's a Tetris or matching based game, and you it's an RPG to where you level up to unlock emojis that you can use to when you text people. So, uh, I, yeah. I sh- since I got the new phone, though, I have not had any of my Disney emojis on there, so I haven't been able to share them Aww. as much as I did with the iPhone. Ew. Darn. Well, I would say that that definitely qualifies as technologically inferior. Yeah, it's it's garbage game. <laughs> it's uh, up against sticks and rocks. Sticks and rocks is probably more fun. See, I thought he was talking about what game did you enjoy when you were a little kid that you know makes no sense at all, and I was going to say Dirt Clods. Is that just where you pick up clods of dirt and throw and them throw at people? throw them at each other. Okay, yeah, yeah, especially after they, you know, aerated right in the spring and the fall. And you just throw hard chunks of dirt at each other. Oh. That, that's painful. It's better than BB guns. That how you got your gravelly voice? <laughs> all, all the dirt getting thrown and hitting him in the face <laughs> just turned him into a man. That's probably it. Yep. That's got to be it. <laughs> you should try it, Chocolate. Oh. Yeah, well, I'll be out there. Can't wait, Joseph. Start throwing dirt at your face. Yeah, well, probably beat me first. (laughs) Well, my six-year-old just about every day when we get home tells me, "Let's fight, Dad." So, got that to look forward to. I get the skinny elbows in the chest. Oh yeah, my kids are nothing but knees and elbows. Yeah, I love that. So risky. When are you having a kid? I mean, sorry, we're, we're at questions. Yep. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Uh, this one comes in from Viva Le Sweeney again. Uh, you guys are coming up. Actually, I'm going to save this one for the end. So make sure I come back to Sweeney's question. Um, this next one is actually from Ladonian. Which billionaire superhero would win in a fight? Batman or Iron Man? Moose, you being the expert of all things Marvel. What's going on? It's got to be Iron Man. Right, he's yeah, he's OP compared to Batman. Chocolate, you on the same page? I'm Iron Man all the way. Like Iron Man, lava out of his hands. Like a legitimate, and like the suit that Tony Stark has, even like in Infinity Wars, where it can like morph into like anything, and right, it he's way Tony Stark's way ahead of Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's got to step it up. Morgan Freeman needs to step up his game. Yep. That was too easy, Ladonian. Better, better luck yeah. next time. Um, He's tired. Give him a break. That's true, Dadonian. No sleep. Uh, this next one comes in from Blade. If you could be any video game character, who would you be? Moose. How about you? I'm gonna have to get have you go to Chocolate first. I'm gonna think about this for a second. Chocolate. Uh, the first thing that actually popped into my head was Princess Peach. <laughs> oh, I, I'm gonna be honest, Chocolate. I don't even know how to dissect what you just said. No, can we have a I redo? Don't think what we should. Say? I think he said yes. if he could be any video game character, oh, you'd be. So you can get kidnapped by a giant lizard and killed, held captive in a castle. Yeah, and then near the end, kiss some guy with a mustache. Just a, a random awful. plumber <laughs> in the land, not even like a knight or oh just God. just a plumber. Oh, die! Yeah, dude. I don't know what, I don't know why that popped into my I head. Could, I got a better. What's wrong with it? Oh, it just explains <laughs> so many questions I've had over the years. Oh, man, what an answer! That was good. Thank you, Princess no Peach. How about you, Risky? I mean, my easy answer is just always Shepard. 
so I can just go through space and meet all these awesome friends. But you know, it's really easy to just pick your video favorite video game and uh, just throw him in to anything. But right. who wouldn't want to be Commander Shepard? Like the amount of chicks he's been with and planets he's seen, and just he's the man. What I'm going to say, Spider Man, because I've always wanted to be Spider Man. So yeah, Spider Man has some cool powers too. Especially that new PlayStation game. If you could be that Spider-Man. Oh, yes. I need to go back and play all that DLC. I bought it all. Haven't I touched know. It all. I have all of it, too. I tried to play it uh, probably about a month ago, and I forgot all the controls, and it felt really bad. Uh, so that's I turned it off. Got to go back <laughs> and play 20 hours again to uh, exactly. get back to where we left off. Uh, all right, Moose, did you have someone? Yeah, Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. Jesus, Spider-Man. dude. You guys think you're old. <laughs> Um, all right, moving on to Ten Thousand Fists. If you could play a game for the first time all over again, what game would you pick? Anyone have a good answer that they'd like to start with? Um, Mass Effect. All right, That's you're, good you're real mature That's chocolate. He just stole your game, didn't he? Yeah, but again, that was just going to be me picking my favorite game of all time and playing that again for the first time. Yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna do too, and just say Titanfall too. Even though the campaign's like eight hours long, it was a great campaign. Yeah, that's a good one. Now I'm trying to think. Uh, I think Bioshock. The first time I played through it way back in the day, I realized it probably doesn't hold up as well as it uh, originally did. But that first opening scene when you hit the lighthouse and you're going down the elevator and there's like things outside your elevator and just that whole world was just the best world that I had ever explored when I first played that. Um, I would love to have experienced that again for the first time. Good answer. Yeah. That story is amazing as well. It's so good. And like, yeah, the main like twist at the end of that was just, I remember that being so good. Again, these are all things that I don't know if, I played it now, and I've had ten more years of gaming added on to my repertoire. Like, does it does it change? Maybe, but from what I remember, that was damn near one of the best stories I had ever played. So, and I'm sure one of us should have said The Witcher Three, but I am still playing through it. So, yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> I, yeah, I need to restart. That yeah, Chocolate, that's the thing. That's what I say every single time I try to play The Witcher. Yep. So I played the you get first. 20 hours in and you start. Oh my God. Game. It's the same thing every single time. One of these times. People are just ripping their hair out right now. I could have played probably the full game of The Witcher at least twice by now if I just stuck with it and kept playing. With just your Black Ops hours. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about oh. the amount of things I could be doing with my time that's better than that, but because nothing's better than that. Um, True. Okay, this one comes in from Professor Pluto. Which video game protagonist could you beat in a fight? <laughs> now, why are you fighting them? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, Moose, who could you beat? Mm, I don't know. I'm... Do you want me to go first? <laughs> I can go first. I have one. Yeah, go ahead. All right. The first thing that came to my mind, and I don't know why, but Leisure Suit Larry... <laughs> that dude's Scumbag. like four feet tall and I'm obviously beating him up because of the way he mistreats women yeah because he's a predator uh yep so I'm gonna <laughs> knock that guy right on his butt and I mean with that. the whole him being three and a half feet tall that's really gonna work toward my advantage so <laughs> chocolate do you have one 
I can only think I'm gonna go big and I'm gonna go against Master Chief. You're gonna die. That's not a fight. That's a massacre. Listen, sometimes the underdog has to win. Might not be in this case, but sometimes. <laughs> it's definitely not gonna be in this game. I thought you were uh, definitely just gonna beat up Gunman Clive so you could have his horse. Oh, Gunman, Gunman Clive would destroy chocolate. Who are we kidding? <laughs> would you destroy Gunman Clive just because you hate him so much, Moose? Oh, absolutely. Not even a contest. <laughs> I think uh, but Moose might go after the creator who, who as well. Who I could beat up is Paperboy, and why? Because if that MFer breaks my window <laughs> one more time, I'm going to string him up in my garage. Oh, man, that's a really good answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Paperboy. Oh. Uh, what a game. What a game. Until you get to the obstacle course at the end of a few levels, yeah. and then, yep. then it just turns into a nightmare. Yep. Could never get through that stuff. Do you remember Skate or Die? There's a lot of good games on that the one. And then the one that had the surfing and skating, it was like BC Surfing Sport. Yep. That was another great Kings game. of the Beach. Did you ever play that volleyball mm-hmm. game? Man, oh, yeah. I'm going to go get an NES Classic. Just get a Pi. Or, or Raspberry Pi 3. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely one or the other. Um, all right. So the question I was going back to for Sweeney, um, he said, you guys are coming up on your 50th episode, and it's here. Hooray. Woo. Uh, yes. We made it. You broke your curse. What has been your high points and low points, if any, um, and what were, what and where do you see yourself in our 100th episode? Um, I think this is a really good question because of the stuff that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, I think it goes to show that things can change suddenly and without warning. Um, so it's tough to say what a hundred looks like. One thing we always talked about was the, or have been talking about recently was the video version of the podcast. Uh, that gets tougher. I think having moose here, he's got a whole house full of children just running around all the time. That sounded weird. Moose, moose has three kids. That's what I meant. <laughs> Sorry. You can call it a whole house full. <laughs> a whole house full. Um, that's something I think we we definitely like to do um, as a goal. That is definitely a yeah something we I'd love us to get a video cast going. And we were so I close. Too, but, pretty, uh, too pretty for radio. So here a little figure be- it out <laughs> exactly. A little behind <laughs> the scenes info. Doc just happened to be our tech wizard slash genius. Um, so. Oh, we just made him do the tech stuff. <laughs> so we'll have to watch some YouTube videos and see exactly how difficult this is. And yeah, it's all just probably the easiest stuff ever. We just never took the time to actually learn it because right. we're losers. Because somebody else did it. Cause some, yeah, right? I didn't need to. <laughs> uh, I think that would be cool. Obviously, we want to keep... Um, I want to say we want to keep changing up the show in different segments and what we're doing, uh, whatnot. Yeah, not the hosts. What? Not the host. <laughs> not the host. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's definitely not something we're trying to. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, that's not in every 50 episode. Like, episode 100, oh, you're just God. saying goodbye to me. So, you can plan for that in 50 more episodes. Um, mm, chocolate. What else? <laughs> d- d- well, d- before I cut you off, yeah. J- changing the segments. Having, I suppose, having a good. Uh, I'm tr- trying to think of some good words. Having. Just something new and exciting for people to listen to, and not kind of rehash the same right ideas. Break up monotony, not have 
the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah, definitely break up the you know having new exciting ideas. You know, from you know if we kill off chocolates call out challenge, we will have something bigger, better, and more exciting for for the listeners and viewers. No such thing, chocolate. No such thing bigger and better than call out challenge. Chocolates call out challenge. Yeah, maybe there is. They could be. <laughs> Choc- well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll always aim to keep the show fresh, um, for sure. Um, how about high points and low points? Well, I got to be honest and say today is my high point because I'm <laughs> stoked to be a part of the team. Yeah, I, I, today is a perfect day and example of a high point and a low point. I mean, Doc right. yeah. Doc isn't here anymore. Moose, you're here. It's It's a weird, like bittersweet yeah it's a bittersweet episode for sure um high points i mean the highest points are we're getting to know everyone here that maybe we hadn't uh met before um or talked to or played with things like that i think the high point was the game of the year episode when everybody got to uh you know contribute and record their own little segments yeah i thought that was really cool and I mean, we'll be keeping the amount of pe- like the amount of good feedback we got for that episode. Uh, will have us keeping that same exact format uh, for him- from here on out. I think it's a ton of fun hearing what everyone's games were, um, and we can we'll probably even open it up to more people this year. So, right. oh, definitely, oh, got me so, excited. So far, there's not a lot of contenders this year, though. I division, must say, right? it's running away with it. <laughs> I, I yeah. Yep. At this point, at least. And and we're more than Maybe a Star Wars. quarter. Oh, that that's oh, yeah. what it's going to be. It's going to be right. Fallen Order. <laughs> it's got to be. Or Borderlands it. 3. That's true. Oh, so, I mean, there is some stuff. On the and we still, yeah, we still have a, a bunch of announcements to come out here in the next two months. So we shall see what this fall it's is going to look like here soon. We are. Definitely. It's going to be a tough Christmas time. Those games that are going to come out are going to be high high rollers i think oh chocolate just chip a few gold coins out of your vault you'll be fine (laughs) uh i love how much moose harps on this this uh (laughs) this beat here this is good this duck tails low points i don't don't leaving the show's got to be a low point i think what'd you say i said doc leaving the show's got to be a low point that, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, that's it's that, really unfortunate, but you know, he's busy. He's got a whole life that he's got to take care of, and he's got a whole new life starting soon. Right, P- and Asmodonian, that first kid will freak you out for the first few months. So, oh god, all those weird noises, and you're like, do I need to take his hands off? Do I not? Is it okay? Is he or she now breathing? With the third kid, I have on? two fans on in my room and a pillow over my head so that I can't hear the baby cry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Wait, my wife changed. listens. I don't do that. That's not my strategy. <laughs> Smart. Smart guy. Um, Superb. Yeah, I think that's a good question to end it on. Um, hopefully we, we always keep the uh, show exciting and, and new and fresh. And we'll continue to try to give you the great cross-Atlantic gaming content that you uh, come to know and love. Hopefully. Hopefully love. Or even if you just like it, that's okay too, I guess. We'll get there. We'll get to the top of your iTunes playlist thing. Something. Okay, then. All right. So, um, 
what we are going to give away for we just have we got a bunch of because we do want to save some stuff for uh the did you want to do sweeney's question real quick that that was sweeney's question oh i thought you were asking the the other one i apologize you're good um so like i was saying with the giveaways we're gonna we're gonna move most of that stuff to the anniversary uh the one year anniversary show which really this whole thing just needed to get rebranded because of all the stuff that went down for this episode and with doc leaving moose coming in we just need to ooh, everything needs to settle and then then we'll be good um but one thing we can do is give away another 14 days of game pass to whichever person we deem worthy of it uh via the mailbag so any questions there that really stuck out to you guys I I think I don't know if I'm picking it because it made us go the deepest into uh, thinking about things besides games. No one answer. But chess stars, yeah. If you could no one answer the truth to any one thing, that's I could get on board with that. That's a that's a pretty good one. Um, That was a deep one. Sweeney's. I mean, yours about episode fifty. It was obviously good, but that's come on. That was too easy. (laughs) And we give you enough stuff. Just stop. Just kidding. Um, yeah. Are we cool with that, Chestar? Yeah, I think that's a good question. Yep. All right, Chestar. So congrats to that. Um, reach out to me, and you will get your code. And uh, everyone, make sure that you tune in to the episode that comes out on the 27th. I could do the math quick and figure out when that is. This is 50, 51, 52. That's going to be episode 53. Um, we'll be doing more giveaways there. Uh, I think... We're not going to be able to do it live in Mixer, obviously, but I think something we might do, and just stay tuned to Discord, stay tuned to Twitter, wherever, um, is maybe just do the podcast live um, inside of Discord or something. Just something like that. So there is a place for people to go that did want that live experience. You just won't be able to see our beautiful faces. Right. Not yet, at least. That could also you know give another element to the show with some some live feedback as well as corrections because I talk out of my ass half the time, so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's uh, one thing that going forward here, I think our news is just going to be real hit or miss, whether or not it's fact or fiction, and it's up to you, the listener, to figure out what stories we screwed up for you. And there's our new segment, Fact or Fiction. Fact or Fiction, <laughs> and it's literally just our news segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I love it. Um, all right. Hey, well, congrats to us. For level 50. Level 50. Yep, I called it level 50. I really am a gamer, aren't I, guys? We did it, woo. Episode 50. Oh, let's plug this show up. Alright. Uh, Discord, obviously. Come hang out on Discord. That's where everything happens. Discord, Discord, Discord. There's not much else to say at this point. If you're not in Discord, why aren't you in Discord? Uh, yeah. Links for that are in the show notes. If you'd like to support us with your hard-earned money, you can head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. The Patreon episode is actually this upcoming episode, so if you'd still like to get in on our game drawing, there's still some time left to do that. Um, if you'd like to keep up to date on the socials, we are on Twitter and Instagram at CAG Podcast. If you need to reach out to us via email for anything, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. And we also have CrossAtlanticGaming.com, which has links to literally all of that stuff. So go check out all those things. 
Why not? You're not doing anything else. You're just sitting here listening to us, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Do it. With your phone in your hand, do it. Do it. If you want to reach out to me, I am at Risky the Kid everywhere. Chocolate, how about you? I am Chocolate Bear, 80, everywhere. And Moose. Uh, how about you? Moosenstein, 8314, in most places. Just come to Discord and I can steer you in the right direction. All right. Easy enough. Um, thanks again to Moose for deciding to hop into this crazy, crazy podcasting world with us. You had some experience as a guest host, but it'll be uh, it'll be cool doing this weekend and week out with you. I'm pretty pumped. I appreciate you guys thinking of me. It's a real honor. Glad to have you aboard. And with that, thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. See ya. Later. Hey, Chocolate, how come a nose can't be 12 inches? I have no idea. Because be a foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got him good. It's the best I got. I mean, that was good, Chocolate. What do you got? I've got nothing because I didn't come prepared. Oh, what do you get from a pampered cow? What? Spoiled milk. Oh, God. That, that is a, that that's is the perfect chocolate joke. You should never tell another joke again. <laughs> I don't know if we've done this one before, but it's pretty good. Today, my son asked, can I have a bookmark? And I burst into tears. 11 years old, and he still doesn't know my name is Brian. Snake kid. <laughs> we have done that one before. Have we? Oh, that's a good one to rehash, though. 50 episodes, and that's my favorite one, apparently. Oh. What do you call an illegally parked frog? No idea. Oh, God. Toad. Oh, God, Chocolate. You don't read the punchlines before you start saying these things? <laughs> no, I just think I just roll it. I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. It's impossible to put down. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> What's a pepper that won't leave you alone? Oh, go on. Jalapeno, nope. jalapeno, jalapeno business. Jalapeno Oh, boy. <laughs> And with that, thanks everybody for sticking around for these dad jokes to the end. You're our favorite. Goodbye.